And you're at Romans 10.10. Now listen, everybody, look at me. Don't be quiet tonight. Throw things at me. Do something to, to act like you're live out there. We've got a praise report. John sitting back here. He was working, and he was using an air nailer, and he reached over to nail something, and the nail went through and in his eye. So he said he felt something, and then when he went to his friends, they freaked out because he had an air nail. What would you call it? Just a nail. Four inch. Oh, oh only four inches. Not bad. So we need to keep him in prayer that whenever they take the cover off that yeah, they're going to be able to fix his eye because it went right into a bad place. So keep that in prayer for sure. Uh, Romans 10.10 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want to talk about that tonight because we, we don't realize the power that we have right here. You know, the scripture says, scripture says for, it says, for with the heart one believes into righteousness. Well, that says that God has already done everything for us that needs to be done. All we have to do is believe that. But then it says, but then it says, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Well, what's salvation? Salvation is being delivered from sin, and salvation is your ongoing deliverance from what's going on in your life. But according to this scripture and others, most of that comes placed by your mouth. We sang a song tonight and talked about the authority that we have as a believer. We don't realize that, that this thing right here can either build us up and take us on into being delivered from things that we shouldn't be doing or be involved in, or he can take us on the other side. I, I, I did that, and I got reminded just now. I'm always pointing, pointing this way for you guys that are doing bad, and this way for you guys that are doing good. So you're, you're all sitting on the wrong side, I'm sorry, but that's just the way I, I do it. But we've got to understand the importance and the power behind uh, what we say we've got a major we have a major when I when I had the revelation on this I recognize I've got a major part to do here I don't have to do anything uh, all I have to do is believe the Bible tells me that and God's grace is going to take care of me but he also wants me to walk out my salvation and walk out my life and to do that he has given me he's equipped me and you with the tool that we can use that can change everything we do you know how it is when you're around people that talk negative and talk wrong and talk about people. There's just no peace in it. I spent some time with some people last night, and all we did was just had a good time. Three hours passed in a matter of no time, and we didn't talk about anybody. We just encouraged each other and made jokes of each other and had fun with each other. But we used our mouth the proper way. And we've got to recognize that as, as we have this ability, we've got to recognize how powerful it is. You know, it, it doesn't say in the scripture, it doesn't say your good works, your good conduct, your good morals, your, your time in prayer, your time in the word. It says your confession. 
is what leads you out of and into proper salvation of what you're going to be. You know, you, you don't just get born again and everything's perfect. Has anybody found that out? That's actually when the battle begins. Because prior to salvation, we don't even realize we're doing anything wrong. We may have a sense of it, but we don't do anything about it. But once you're born again, and you recognize the power that you've got in what you say all the time. You know, it's so interesting, too, because, I mean, when you look at the Scripture all the way back to Genesis, Jesus spoke everything into existence. And to, to, to imagine the power that he's got, but then he turned right around and had Christ die for us and then give us that same authority in what we say. And the Bible plainly tells us through the Scripture that what you say is what you get. And... You reap what you sow and all that goes with that. Hebrews 5.13 says, it says in that scripture, it says that we were unskilled in the word of righteousness. Well, what does that mean? There it says, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. If I learn what's in the word and I start speaking what's in the word about what I've got and who I really am, John hit it on the head. Uh, I was always the in the baseball team. I was always tenth or eleventh. They got picked in the basketball team. I was sixth or seventh. They got picked, and that that built an insecurity in me. But then when I got in the Word and found out that God loves me no matter where I'm at and all that stuff, and I've got to, I've got to remind myself constantly that God's okay. He's He's happy with me. But see, he's given me the ability to speak things into my life that could get better and better and better and better and better. Uh, I, I, I mean, my whole, my whole life actually has changed when I recognize that if I just get a hold of what I say. Well, James tells us that if you can control what you say, you can be perfect in all ways. It's, it's, it's such a major issue. Uh, but our deliverance, go if you will to Matthew 16. I want to read 15 through 19. I wonder if we could get ice cream early. You all be sitting out there eating ice cream. Fifteen, uh, chapter sixteen, fifteen through. I want to read fifteen through nineteen. It says, "He said to them, But who do you say that I am?" Simon Peter answered and said, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And Jesus answered and said to him, "Blessed are you, son of Barjona." For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And then he says, And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What are those keys? Those keys is your mouth. Those keys are what you say. And when you find out the authority that you have as a believer, you can bind the adversary and you can come against the powers of darkness that's trying to invade your family or invade your life. And you can speak to those things. If you don't speak to them, then you're not taking authority over them. They're going to have a rampage over your life and over your, your family. And it, It's so important to recognize. That's why prayer is so important. What is prayer? Prayer is just talking to God. But real prayer is just repeating Right here, what he said about you. Taking this word and putting it into action and allowing it to change your life and allowing it to keep you going. I know in my life, I can get down and all I have to do is come back with some scripture. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. He's with me all the time. 
I've been made righteous by him. And there's something supernaturally that happens to you. See, you're a speaking spirit. He's given you that. He's given you a, a, a load of everything you need. And the more we get in this, and the more you're in the Word, and the more you're at church, and the more you're around Christian people, you pick up those things, and then you start using those things, and you start speaking life over your, yourself. And you change, you change everything that's going on in your life. Why? Because your tongue can destroy or it can bring you life. I've got a whole lot of scriptures tonight, so just hang with me. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life in the power of the tongue. Death and life. I mean, if there's only one scripture to memorize, that's the one. So anytime you're with someone and they're speaking, all you have to do is remember this scripture and pay attention to what they're saying and you can tell if there's death or life coming out of them and then you have the responsibility to put life on it to put life in the situation. It's like the situation with John here. We could, we could say, oh my gosh, you'll never see again. Oh my gosh, it'll, it'll, he's just doomed. He'll always be, he'll only have one eye. What a dumb thing to do. Instead, you speak life over it. You speak life over the situation. You ask God to give the doctors and the eye surgeons and the specialists wisdom on what to do with it. And thank the Lord. This, I mean, that's, that's using your mouth. That's using that, that speaking spirit to change your life for better. To, you say, well, what if it don't happen? What if it does? See, that, that's where we get hung up on things. We don't realize that if you don't, you'll never get it. If you leave it alone, somebody else is going to destroy it. So you come to that place in your life recognizing death and life is in the power of my tongue. So I've got to learn no matter what the situation. That's like right now the gas prices are going off the charts and folks, they're not going to slow down. Are we going to complain and whine about them? There, there's really no sense. The best thing we could do is just start speaking that God's going to supply my needs and he's going to take care of me. I may have to cut back a little bit, but... Things are going to get, I, I, I hate to put doom and gloom, but folks, according to Scripture, <laughs> the end is coming. So what he wants us to do is know that he will take care of us, and we speak those things over our lives. We speak those things over our jobs. We speak those things over people's lives. We speak those things over the situations. We speak those things over our president. We speak those things over our government officials. We speak those things that, that they, will, they will change what they're doing. And, and you say, well, it's not going to change anything. It may not, but it's going to change things for you. Why? Because there's life and death in the power of your tongue. It, it, it's just so simple when you really pay attention. James 3, 2 says, If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man able also to bridle his whole body. That scripture there probably gives me as much an impact in my thinking about what the Lord does for me as the one before that I just spoke. To think that if anyone does not stumble in word, in other words, if you recognize the power that's in that tongue, you recognize the things you're saying, you recognize when you're, when you're cutting someone down, when you're, when you're talking about someone, you shouldn't be saying those things. When you've got situations that don't look good, if you correct yourself and you control that word, the things you're going to speak. I believe with all my heart, all of this is because we spoke. No different than when it all started and we needed to start building back over here. And I started saying to you all, we need $100,000 to get the new building put on the, build, the 
the basement that we've got there. We need $100,000. So believe for $100,000. Speak $100,000 into this place. You all know what happened. Joyce Marr sent us $100,000. Well, how'd that happen? <laughs> Wait, well, you don't have that much authority. Yes, I do. I know I do. And then we said we're not going to borrow anything else. The Lord's going to bring in the money to build everything else and get everything paid off. And what did he do? Before that, we claimed the ground. We walked it. Ed Spiller and I walked this ground when it was a trailer court, and we said, we'd like to have this, Lord. We claim this in the name of Jesus. What are we doing? We're speaking. Your husband's maybe crazy. Wife, don't be cutting him down. Speak faith over him. Speak good things over him. Speak, speak the promises that God gives you over him. Don't complain. What happened to that first love? What happened to that excitement you had in your first year of marriage? You started talking against each other. You started not liking what they were doing. Speak good over those problems. It's the only way to take care of anything is your words. Your words become really, your words become a creative force. It's a, you, you're all looking at me like this doesn't work. I know it works. I've watched it work. I've seen it work. I believe with all my heart that Connie could still be here if I would have spoke the right thing, but she was at a place where we didn't want to speak the right thing. She was ready to quit. She was tired of hurting. She was tired of being sick, so I wasn't going to lay hands on her and try to get her out of that bed for her to suffer more. I knew I had the authority to bring her farther along, but I chose to go with her and allow her just to go. I remember my grandfather. He just was sick, 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 and I was praying that he would get healed and get healed and get healed. First time I really had the revelation of the power of what God's given me. And I said, Rudy, are you ready to go? He said, I am so ready to go see Mom. Will you just let me go? And I said, Lord... Your will be done here. If it's time for him to go, I just lose him to you right now. He died that night. You say, well, it don't work that way. It works that way. Now, if it wasn't his time, no, he wouldn't have. But I was holding him back from being where he really was supposed to be. I believe that with all my heart. And I believe that in our day-to-day -day walk. We have so much more power than we know. I think that's one of the things that we're going to have a great revelation on when we get to heaven. Oh, my gosh. That's one of those things. He says, good and faithful servant there, but you sure could have talked better. Why? Because he tells us to talk better. It, it, it's a creative force. In Psalms 103, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Well, what do you, what do you say? Well, I've got angels. You all got angels. And you ask them to help you. They're, they're, they're probably just so bored hanging out with most of us when they could be doing things for us. But the, the Bible tells us that he, the angels move according to this right here. So in our speaking and in our creative force, we should be using this. The Bible says that he meets all of our needs. Well, in that, there's angels moving to meet my needs. If I believe that and I know that it works and I speak those things, it can change my life. Psalms 91.11 says, For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He's got angelic beings helping us, but 
they move on the word. And who's in charge of the word? God's in charge of the word, but who's got the word to use it to be in charge of the word? Who's been given the authority? Who has been given this authority? We have. And when there's, when there's things that need to be bound and things need to be loosed, we have the authority to bind them. And then we've got angelic beings that are working for us, helping us in the realm of the spirit. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We're constantly fighting in the spirit realm. We're constantly debating with them and, and, and rebuking them and coming against them. And we don't, we don't give the devil credit, but the devil's going to do what he gets, gets by with. And listen, the only authority that the devil has over anybody that's listening to me right now is you. What you speak out of your mouth, he can use. He can't do anything else to you. So if we're, that's why this is so in me. That's why if we learn to use our mouth properly for every situation, he cannot do anything against you. We all know the old saying that we used to, when flu season would come around, well, it's flu season, I'm probably going to get the flu. You say, well, that, that makes a difference? Well, yeah, I just give the enemy permission to give me the flu. Well, it's COVID, everything's spreading all over the world and everybody's going to get it and you better get your vaccine because you're going to get it. Well, I think that the people, most everybody that even got the vaccine got it. One of those pandemics that's going to be more of them. But why don't we start standing with our words the other way? Nothing will befall. Nothing will bother us. Nothing will touch us. Well, you say, well, does it work? Well, yes, it works. And the more you do it, the more it's going to work. The more you believe it, the more it's going to work. It will take root. Hebrews 1.14 says, Therefore, angels and servants, servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. That goes right along with the first scripture we talked about. How we speak is going to make a difference in how I come, come along in my walk with the Lord. How I, how I use this word for my conversations. How I use this word for what I believe. How I use this word for talking every day in my life. How I use this word is going to affect how I'm going to be and what's going to take place in my life. There's power, folks. There's power in, in the scriptures. There's so much power in the scriptures. The part I think I like the most in the scriptures when it comes to the authority that we have is in Hebrews 4.12. It says, The word is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It takes, it says up there, piercing even the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints of the marrow and the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. When you hear yourself speak the truth, when you hear yourself quote the word, when you hear yourself that the stuff that you've got memorized, when you hear yourself say these things, it's designed to take my thoughts and separate them. And it's designed to take my thoughts and move them in the right direction. It's designed to bring life into me. It's more powerful than a two-edged sword. Well, when you look that up in the Greek, two-edged means he said it, and then you said it. That's twice. So in that, you're changing your life and you go back to Proverbs. What's it do to you? It changes the direction of where you're going and what you're doing by what you say. It's an amazing thing, the power that's behind the words, especially the words. 
It tells us in Romans 4, 17, it says to call those things as though they were. Well, why? Because that's what changes things. You say, well, my, my, wife's, my wife's just an idiot. Well, what a thing to say. Why not say my wife is a blessing? Well, it's not true. Well, it'll never be true if you don't speak it. Your marriage will never straighten out unless you speak it. I don't care what the situation. I've always said this. I can marry any woman in here. And it could be, we could have a happy marriage if we both did the word. If we both spoke the word. It's the truth. Why is it the truth? Because I'm giving you the truth. You call those things as so they were. I'm calling things into existence. We call this building into existence. We call this church into existence. We, the list goes on and on and on of things in my life that I know I know I seen manifest after I spoke it into existence. Now, that's not saying a one-time thing. That's, that's meditating on it and speaking it forth. And whatever you meditate on from the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. You want your marriage to be better? Start thinking about it being better. And as you think about it being better, then you'll start speaking it better. And then as you speak it better, your, your creative force is going to change things. Whether you like it or not, you're going to change for the better. That's just the way it is. If you're feeling bad and you're feeling depressed, don't talk depression. Talk yourself out of it. I'm, I'm on different medication now, and it has got me so tired that, well, last Wednesday I had to quit. I was so tired. I have took four naps today. Well, how am I going to get out of that? Well, number one, maybe quit taking the medication, but don't talk on the negative side of what it's doing to you. Don't, don't, don't come to everybody you see and say, I'm just so wore out. You don't, don't you love it when you say to somebody, how are you doing today? I'm just so wore out. I'm just, I'm just so tired. Well, I understand that, but why are you making it worse? There's power in this word. There is power in this word. You, you, Connie and I, I, our marriage got so good, it, it was scary when we got a handle on this. And we was like everybody else has been through stuff. We were that close to divorce more than, more than, more than. But when we recognized we're doing it, we're causing it, we chose not to try to change each other and just start speaking life over each other and laugh at each other like we did last night, laugh about everything that come up. Why not? I laughed more last night than I've laughed in two years. Well, why? Because we chose to speak the right things. Everybody's wise enough to say, why would we want to talk about somebody? Isn't, isn't it crazy when you, you get with somebody you don't really know and you'll talk about somebody and then you'll find out it's their cousin? <laughs> Oops. So just don't get in the habit of ever doing it. Go back to Galatians where it says, don't speak anything that doesn't impart grace. Boy, that's a powerful scripture. Don't speak anything. I mean, that's hard to, I mean, that's hard to do when you watch the news. Because immediately you're thinking, and then as you think, you end up speaking to the TV who can't hear you, but you tend to speak to the people that are saying things you don't want to hear. But that doesn't impart grace to anybody or any, anywhere. It, it just doesn't help at all. Psalms 119, 105. The word says, 
Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word. I used to think that was do that word. But that's law. His word comes out of my mouth and it's going to direct my life. I was talking to a young man out here on one of the buses and good Christian man uh, from Madison. And we just, we talked for like about 20 minutes. But he come up with, you know, I, I found in my life that I, I found my purpose. And he said, if my life is so much better. Well, why? Well, once you get in God's direction and God's purpose, then that's where your heart's at. Then that's what you start speaking. And then that's what you develop in your life. And that's, that's where that deliverance comes from all the other stuff because you've spoke yourself right into what God's got you doing. Everybody here needs to find their purpose in their life and go for it 100%. Where do, where do you find joy? Where do you find peace? Where do you find where things seem to go smoother? Now, you're going to have your hard times, but if you're in your purpose, it makes all the difference in the world. I'm in my purpose. I've been in it for 30-some years now. I knew when I was 12 years old that I was going to be pastoring. 12 years old. But then I went the ways of the world till I was 32. Worked in the coal mines. That's the way of the world, I'm telling you that. And I talked just like they did. And I walked just like they did. And I Why? Because I was around it, and that's where I spent my life. But then I found there's a better way. And then my ears got saved. And I started hearing myself talk and say the things that I shouldn't be saying. And I thought, no, a Christian doesn't talk that way. Well, what am I doing? I'm changing. I'm I'm, I'm being saved and saved and saved. Now, you get saved once and you go into heaven. I'm talking about your lifestyle. You, get, you start getting delivered when you start speaking different. You start getting delivered when you start hearing yourself speak. And you start changing your speech. You start recognizing what is the reason for this. Using, using that word for an adjective and an adverb and a noun and a pronoun. and That's dumb. Why don't I use words that make sense? And you hear yourself. But what you speak is the direction you're going to go in your life. And I want to go the direction he wants me to go. And I want to be a witness. So in that, I've got to have my mouth has got to start speaking the right thing. I want to be different because I am different. I want to be different than the world is. And to get there, I've got to find that purpose. But I've got to take that purpose with the direction he's got me going. And then I become happy with it. And I start speaking. I talk about I enjoy. You know, what you enjoy is what you talk about. I mean, you get around me, you're going to hear about spaceships and Elon Musk and Teslas. Because and, I enjoy that. That's where I spend any of my... I don't read the paper. I watch things and they, they blast off satellites and spaceships every other day now. And if you get into it, you recognize what's really going on. Well, so what are you talking about? That's what I'm talking about. That's what happens when you get involved in whatever you get involved in. So you find your purpose, but then you've got to start speaking that purpose. And you've got to start speaking those things because that's the direction that you're creating. You're designing what God wants you to be in your purpose in life. And he'll take you unbelievable places. John 16, 13 says, He will speak and guide you into all truth. That's a long scripture, but in there it says that. He will speak and God, he, he, he speaks, 
then you speak, and then that takes you into all the truth that's going on in your life, all the truth that's in the Word, and then you become what this Word is. You become what this Word wants you to be. You become, not out of, not out of law, but, but out of just an openness of heart and a change of your, change your heart, it changes my speech, and as I change my speech, I'm changing my life and my direction. It's, it's every time. I don't care what's going on in your life, you spoke yourself there. Greg used to have Radio Shack. He spoke himself right into Radio Shack, but spoke himself right out of Radio Shack. He got tired of it. He got tired of all the politics in it. He got tired of all the work, all the hours, never home. So what's he doing? He's talking. And you know, I'm tired of this. And I think I'm going to sell this. I heard him when I was up there more than once. I think I'm going to sell this. I think I'm going to build this wall here. I think I'm... I think I'm going to build a church on this hill. I think I'm going to build a youth department. I think I'm going to build a garage. I, let's, put, let's put hot water in the floor so we'll have a heated garage. Let's, you say, well, you're just talking about it. No, I'm not just talking about it. I've learned that I'm speaking it into existence. I can't even tell you how many years ago I wanted an electric car. I was even going to build one. I talked about electric cars. I talked about electric cars. And then all of a sudden, Elon Musk comes along and builds a Tesla. I talked about it. I bought one. Now I've got people mad at me because I'm driving this expensive car. You don't know what I paid for. You don't know how I got the money. and It's none of your business anyway. Watch your talk. <laughs> I, had a, I, had, I had a family who left the church because I bought a Corvette. 1984. They had a $50,000 truck sitting out there, and I had a $5,000 Corvette. And they left the church. How'd they leave the church? They started thinking. They started judging. They started speaking. What did they do? They created something. And now they're not going to church anywhere. And that's been years ago. And now my Corvette's still in the basement. It's up on jack stands, but I still got it. And I'm going to keep it. Well, how do you know? Because I just spoke it. Get the, I'm trying to get it. You understand, what you speak on in everyday life is where you're going. Well, I'm, I'm just sad and lonely. i got to quit speaking that. I'm not sad and lonely. Everything's good. God's got me where I'm supposed to be. All's cool. It is getting better. But it's been the worst two years of my life. But I can't speak that all the time or I'll be in trouble. I could, I could speak that right into it. But that's what happened today. See, that's what's happening now. That's why the suicide rate is so high. Because they don't know the truth and they don't have the truth. And they're speaking the wrong thing. We have the power of creation in our mouth. And we can, we can develop whatever God wants. Wherever God's taken you, we can go. He's done his part. He brought Jesus to die for us. And he said, all you have to do is believe that he died and rose again and you've been made righteous. Now, get your mouth in line and speak yourself into salvation in your life. Get delivered through what you say. Proverbs, Proverbs 13.3 says, He who guards his mouth <laughs> preserves his life. I'll give you a bunch of scripture tonight that shows us where we're going. He's got us taken care of. He will take care of us, but he wants us to be speaking the right things. No matter how things are, we've got to recognize things are going to get bad in this world. It says in the Bible. So we've got to start going on the positive side, 
God will take care of us. He will. And when it gets to where we can't be taken care of, he is going to rapture us out of here. It's already said in the word. It just didn't tell us when. It could be, it could be while we're still standing here right now, sitting here right now, he could... Wouldn't that be? I hope nobody gets left behind. Matthew 6.10 says, Your kingdom come, your will be done. That's what we got to start talking over our lives. Lord, you've got us, and you've got me, and you've got my situation, you've got my family, you've got my kids. Thank you that you're going to take care of me. Thank you that you're going to give me wisdom. He even tells us in James, you need wisdom, ask. And then you speak it, and you speak it, and you speak it, and you speak it. It's not a law. It's just you're creating, and you're creating where you're going, and God's going to take care of you. Let's stand up. Father, we thank you that you have designed this whole thing for us to be a part of what you've already done for us. You already know my tomorrow, and you already know where I'm going to be a month from now. You already know all that. But you want me to speak these things in existence, trusting in your word and trusting in the power of that tongue that you've given us and that speech that you've given us. We have the authority, Father, and we thank you for that. We trust in you now, Lord, and we give you all the praise for everything that's going on in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. There will be ice cream out there in seven minutes. Ha, <laughs> ha.